Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. We've got so many things to, to cover today. Thank you to everybody who came out on Saturday for the Tex Earnhardt Memorial Food Drive with St. Mary's Food Bank. And we missed it by that much. We did. You know, we'll talk more about that, too. We didn't we didn't hit our goal. And that's OK, though. We got a ton of meals. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, St. Mary's I'm, food I'm, bank. I'm proud of what happened. Um, you know, you can't win every game. Um, and, right. You know, it, yeah, exactly. It, it's funny. It's a great analogy of winning with grace and losing with your dignity maintained. Right. We, we, we were that close. Uh, we were trying to get 365,000 meals. I think we came up just under 300,000 meals. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. That's 300,000 people that are going to be fed, and I'm okay with that in one 12-hour period. And we met some great folks. We had a great time. Awesome time. Um, it was funny because uh, very early in the morning, um, a gentleman asked. We were standing there. He goes, why do you say... The station is up the road from the Circle K that time forgot. Well, you've obviously never been. You've obviously never <laughs> been said, at, fi- at 52nd and Van Buren. Yeah, and I said, be, it's just a joke, but, you know, that Circle K is, uh, it's a little bit older. I'd say the, the upkeep on it has not been necessarily at the top of the corporation's priority <laughs> list. I, you know, and, and for one thing, it has no gas pumps. Right. You never see that anymore with any right. kind of convenience store. A convenience store without gas pumps is just well, it, it it's not functional. It's not. It doesn't work in the marketplace today. And there's not enough room. I mean, they don't well, have that, enough that, land. There's that's not enough land. It's is, on a tiny little plot of land. Yeah, the parking lot at that place is is difficult to maneuver in, and you don't see that anymore either. Like, there's a Circle K near me. I mean, it's yeah. probably thirty yards. From the closest gas pump to the front door, there's probably like a 30-yard uh, leeway there, so you can run, you know, six columns of cars through there. So that and that, so that's why. And 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 it was funny because shortly after that, a woman named Janet came up and said, "You know, I love when you say the Circle K that time forgot because I used to live right near there, and I would buy my newspaper there every day." And I said, "If you were buying a newspaper there every day, must have been a long." Long time ago. Yeah. Now, to be fair, the Circle K, K the time forgot, uh, did undergo a little bit of a facelift last new year. Sign. They got a new sign, yeah. so they got that going for them, which is which nice. Is nice. But yeah. it's still, you know, I, you know, I mean, here's the thing. There's obviously it's obviously profitable. Otherwise, it exactly. wouldn't still be there. That whole area yeah. of 52nd and Van Buren is sketchy at best, and yet that still seems to be thriving. But there's a ton of new apartment complexes. Yeah. And a storage near unit it. place over there, too, yeah. Near it. So, yeah, they, they've got clientele there still. So. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, more so. power to them. So it was a good time on Saturday. We'll tell you more about uh, what happened to the Texas Hart Memorial Food Drive. And if you you know, if you know are so inclined to help us get closer to that 365,000 meals, the link is still up. It is. At KSLX.com. So you can still make a donation. And again, St. Mary's Food Bank can turn every dollar into seven meals. So if you are so inclined, feel free to make that donation. This is the time of the morning where we usually have somebody deciding on Mark and Neanderthal's story time. But let's just make it story time. It's going to be story time all day here yeah. as we recount some of the, the people and things that happened on Sunday or, excuse me, Saturday at the Tex Earnhardt Memorial Food Drive. I didn't have a bad moment at all on Saturday. In fact, I had several highlight moments um, except for this one. And I don't know that this was a bad moment. I just find that... I don't know that there is an actual time period that is acceptable for supermarket parking lot etiquette. But a guy came out of the supermarket. I had to leave about halfway through briefly so I could let the dogs out. You know, you don't want to leave the dogs all day like that. So as I come back with my truck, 
I'm looking for a parking spot, and obviously in the middle of the day on a Saturday, premium parking is literally at a premium. Oh, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough to find a good spot. However, as I pull in... Right there in front of our tent, the last spot on the end of the row is about to open up because there's a guy that came out of the bashes with his little carriage full of, I don't know, maybe four or five bags. It wasn't like he did a full food order. So he's he's loading them in, right? He opens the trunk to his car and proceeds to load each bag. Each bag took like two minutes for him to load. It was ridiculous. It was the longest unloading of... They're only... And they're they're plastic bags. It's not like he was loading in flats of stuff like he was doing a Costco order or something like that. He was just... And I I thought to myself, well, he's got to see me waiting for this spot. Right. And it turns out, I look across over at the tent, and you were busy doing something, but our sales manager, Bob, and Amy, who does a lot of our social media stuff, were both standing there just laughing at me. I did get an eyeball, and I didn't know that was you. I didn't realize it was you. Yeah, because I was there for so long. But I did notice that particular guy and somebody waiting for the spot, and it did take a while. It was me. It was yeah. me, and, and what sucked about it is I was the guy that was sitting there waiting for the spot with my directional on. You know, you turn your turn single on, and you're waiting to get in that spot, and, like, five cars pile up behind you. Like, all right, dude, he's not moving yet. Yeah. Just go, and they're all going around me, and they're yeah. beeping, and they're all angry at me. And, uh, yeah, he was setting up his elaborate pulley system to load the groceries from the cart into the trunk. All right, so here's his re- only redeeming quality. After, and I, and I wish I could tell you I was making up this time period. It was about nine minutes. I counted. I looked at the clock. It was about nine minutes to unload five bags, five plastic bags of groceries into the trunk of his car. He then proceeded to walk to the furthest cart rack in the parking lot to put his cart away. At that point, I realized he knows what I'm. I'm, I'm yes. here watching him, and actually, he I knows saw, I'm here watching him. And he walked all the way over to the other side. I saw him walking, and walking is a generous term. In yeah. this case, he he was going. I mean, it was almost one of those situations where you have to try to walk that slowly. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It was un. Yeah. I, it was like, and and I was. Everything was moving in slow motion. It was like the beginning, you know, chariots of fire where they're running <laughs> along <laughs> along the edge of the ocean there in slow motion. That's yeah. kind of what was yeah. going on there. It was the most unbelievable. And now, you know, and it's the holiday season, so of course he's getting. I don't know what he was getting, but he only had five bags. <laughs> I mean, literally, you could grab all five bags. You don't even need a cart. You leave the cart at the front door, and you just walk to your car with it. It was yeah. unbelievable. So that was my. That's the closest thing to a negative experience I had. So I'm still way ahead of the, the game. The only thing slower is how long it's taking to tally the votes here in Arizona. <laughs> and I kid, I kid. I know those guys are working hard. It's just weird how we're like, seem to be behind everybody with what? that. But Wait anyway. a minute. Are you saying Arizona's last in the nation in something? That's unbelievable. Hard to believe. So, yeah, 2020 has been kind of lousy. Um, we had another celebrity death. That was yesterday, right, Alex? Uh, yeah. That we heard about it anyway. Yeah, I heard about it before the games. I was like Fox uh, Fox okay. Sports was doing their pregame, and, and Kurt Menefee mentioned it. I was like, wow, that's the way. This is like sort of like the turnabout thing when like when Cosell mentioned John Lennon's death on Monday Night Football. It's very weird. You, you don't see – you don't expect to hear it in that forum. No, not at all. Um, Alex Trebek – yeah, in fact, uh, we're, we've got a monitor here in the studio. There's an argument to be um, made that he's a, he's the greatest game show host of all time. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's but you know when he started on Jeopardy. Do you know? Do I know what? No. Yeah, 1984. Yeah, and it was during our lifetime, my lifetime. I remember that. 36 years in the same gig. I don't care what you do. That's amazing. That's good. Yeah, it's, but, and it's good money. And you know, he gets to sit there, and he, he, he was the nicest guy, according to everybody. He's yeah. just so nobody has a bad word to say about Trebek, except for Sean Connery, except of course. For, you know, and that's the irony. 
When did Sean Connery? Was that Thursday or Wednesday Somewhere of last there, yeah. week? Yeah, I mean, within a couple of days of each other. They were so linked. And, 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 for, I, and here's the thing. I don't even think that they were actually linked. I think it's just something that Saturday Night Live did. Exactly. And, and it grew into a, a cultural phenomenon like the, like the cowbell thing. Yes, exactly. I don't know that Alex Trebek and Sean Connery ever worked together. Or in have life. even I, ever met. I seriously doubt it. But they put them both. You know, Will Ferrell portrayed Alex Trebek. And it was Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond, yeah. Uh, who was, you know, did so many great impersonations on Saturday Night Live for so many years. He did Sean Connery, and they would do these celebrity Jeopardy skits. And yeah. maybe, I don't know, three or four of them over the years. There but- were a bunch of them, but every time it happened, like you knew, it was one of those sketches when you saw Jeopardy, uh, and you kind of hoped that Daryl Hammond would be, yes. you know, would be the guy. Because I, I think my favorite <laughs> one was when Daryl Hammond was uh, was Sean Connery, and Norm MacDonald was Burt Reynolds. It, well, Norm MacDonald <laughs> McDonald shows up in a few of them as yeah. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. And Tom Hanks was in as himself at one point. He keeps reaching down to speak into what he thinks is a microphone, but it's just a pen like yeah. at the bank. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he, you know, here's a, here's a little clip of, of Sean Connery abusing Alex Trebek on Saturday Night Live. This is the sound a doggy makes. <laughs> Mr. Connery. Moo. <laughs> no. Well, that's the sound your mother made last night. Okay, that's not necessary. Good Lord. We would have accepted Bow Wow or Rough. Oh, Rough. Just the way your mother likes it. (laughs) Come on, that is way out of line. Yeah, I mean, it was just... I mean, it was so brilliant. And and I don't know that Alex Trebek and Sean Connery ever met face-to-face, met in person. I I, I mean, I, I'm sure we could search on the internet to see if they were... I'm sure they were... I know they were aware of it. Yeah, maybe at some party or, or you know, yeah. some, some yeah. fundraiser. And it's funny because I think I mentioned this last week. It was Second City Television, the Canadian thing from back in the... 80s or yeah, so with Catherine 80s. O- 70s 80s at Catherine O'Hara John Candy Eugene Rick Moranis Levy, yeah. all those guys yeah they it was did- sort of a it was a, no- a knockoff of Saturday Night Live but every bit as good if not better at times and uh, Eugene Levy played Alex Trebell they called him right and you know it was the same sort of thing and I think where he would get so frustrated like the Will Ferrell character and I think it's because the real Alex Trebek was so unflappable yeah he was so steady it. yes you know so the idea of him getting flustered and angry has comedic overtones to it. And he was one of those guys that, um, you know, uh, with all due respect, lasted longer with pancreatic cancer and came back a couple of times from it. Um, You know, that's obviously one of the more debilitating cancers out there and, and, and the survival rate is very low. Alex Trebek, Fought the good fight for a long yeah. time and and hung in there and worked almost all the way up until the end. In fact, he's going to be making a cameo in the latest Ryan Reynolds movie. He did this. He knowing that he was going to pass. Mm-hmm. He did a, a a scene in the latest Ryan Reynolds movie. Uh, so we'll get one more shot to look at Trebek on film again. Yeah, and we'll talk more about it through the morning. Including, yeah. I've been I've been searching out things on the internet and writing down every single description. That each article starts with about Alex Trebek. About how Alex Trebek Trebek was. Yeah, so it's kind of an interesting theme that runs through it, but... Okay. So we fell a little bit short of our goal of raising 365,000 meals for St. Mary's Food Bank with the Tex Earnhardt Memorial Food Drive. But that just gives us something to shoot for next time we do it. Yeah, I was going to say, better luck next time. We'll get it it next time. It happens. But, uh... 
we'll never be able to thank everybody who came out and donated on Saturday. But, you know, just, I mean, we'll, we'll try and mention some of the more uh, noteworthy ones. Uh, Lerner and Rowe, Kevin, Kevin Rowe checked in and, and donated $3,000 over the phone. You know, he, he did it online. Um, but we got to thank Rob, who was the last guy who showed up on Saturday. From OnTrack, the guy from OnTrack, From OnTrack, right? which yeah. is a, a shipping logistics firm. Rob shows up, and he's even got the ceremonial big check. Which the I thought was nice. check. Yeah, it was cool. $10,000 donation, which is, is 70,000 meals that right. that provides. So, so thank you to OnTrack. That was phenomenal, too. Um, I mean, there were a lot of people who showed up. One thing was was so inspiring to me was there was a homeless guy who bicycled up. Yeah. And he goes, what are you guys doing? And normally in that situation, honestly, what happens is we'll say, hey, we're taking donations, you know, for St. Mary's Food Bank. And they'll, you know, be like, uh, and they and they'll, you know, turn and walk away or whatever. He pulls out a couple of bucks and donates. He's homeless. And yet he was donating, which I thought was one of the coolest things I saw on Saturday. I like, you know, I mean, and there were there were a lot of people like anonymous philanthropy. Um, At one point we got. Two $1,000 donations. Right. Uh, one guy had no problem us mentioning who it was. And then this woman, like, she insisted that she yep. be anonymous. Yep. She just wanted to give the money and walked away. Yeah. And I didn't realize that, you know, she's, she leans over and she writes her check out. And I didn't know what she was donating or anything like that. I just thought, hey, someone's making a donation. It's really nice. Or, you know, 20 mm-hmm. bucks, 50 bucks, whatever it is, $100. And then I looked at the check and it's $1,000 and she's already walked away. And I go, yeah. somebody give us $1,000. And one of our promotions kids goes, yeah, she doesn't want to be known. Yeah. And I well, was like, all right, well, that's kind of neat. That's like the guy, uh, he walks like from left to right. He drops an envelope on the table, says dollar a day and keeps walking. And it was $365 in the envelope. You know, it's just one of the, another guy, you know, didn't want to be named. Yeah. Guy pulled up in a, in a car and handed us a bucket with a uh, hundred silver dollars in it. A <laughs> hundred. That was, that sil- was interesting. Yeah. A hundred Eisenhower silver yeah. dollars. Yeah. Which you only see at casinos from slot machines. Yeah. So, so that was kind of a neat thing. I saw uh, Thomas, who's a Fort McDowell police officer. We ran into him. We were talking to him when we did the thing at Wicopa. A couple of weeks ago, up yeah. on 87 a few weeks ago. He came all the way over from there just to make a donation. So it was just, and we were, we were it was at a seventh, nice day. We were at 7th in Missouri. By the way, we would be remiss if we also didn't recognize Hector and the Gummies. The Gummies yeah. came by. The Gummies are uh, are a, a bunch of guys on motorcycles and girls. Um, a bunch of guys on motorcycles that all, they have a little patch in their back. It's basically like a gummy bear. And each one, I found this out on Saturday, each one is a different color. Right. Kind of yeah. like, kind of like the Power Rangers, whatever it is. So each one has their own little color. And the gummies showed up with their motorcycles unnecessarily loud. They made, yeah. made a huge donation, <laughs> uh, hung out, took some pictures, yep. and then went off on their own way, off into the in the wilderness, which yep. was again just a just a fun day, start to finish. Thank you for all of your donations. Yeah, the gummies helped us raise our monetary total and our noise level. Yes, on Saturday. <laughs> It's time for the Mark and the Interpol, Dumbass of the Day. Well, it is Monday. That calls for a Florida story. Yes, indeed. Sure, why not? Clearwater, Florida is where Ken Nielsen lives, and it kind of seems that Ken doesn't want anybody living near him. Okay, then. Ken has a history of run-ins with neighbors, especially the ones who moved in right next door about two years ago. I bet his neighborhood nickname is NIMBY. (laughs) Not in my backyard. Yep. Yep. So Ken, Ken won't let 
anything go. Anything for him is some sort of slight. And allegedly, Ken at one point threatened to shoot his next door neighbor in the face on several occasions. How rude. According to the neighbor. <laughs> Thank you, Jody, whatever her name is. Also, according to the neighbor, Ken takes pictures when the neighbor's wife goes into their own backyard. Hey. Jeez. Now it got creepy. Yeah. yeah. It, it all blew up again a couple of weeks ago when the neighbor had a small gathering in his backyard for his wife's birthday. And he, and he hung some lights. Not too many people came over. You know, they had social distancing, all that. Ken called police and had them come and make the neighbor turn his lights off because it was after a certain hour in the evening. Apparently, Ken thought that would end the gathering, but people hung out for a little while longer, so Ken called police again, and he was really mad this time. He told the dispatcher, I've got a ton of effing weapons. Oh, boy. I've got effing hand grenades. I'll blow them out of the effing ground. You can't do that. Yeah, police arrived very quickly at that point, and they did their job. By arresting Ken. Sure. Yeah, for mm-hmm. threatening to discharge a destructive device. Yep, can't do that. It's a bomb threat. Yeah. Like the alliteration. Yeah. Threatening to discharge a destructive device. Mm-hmm. Ken had to postpone. He's got a court date coming up. It's, it's probably not going to stop Ken's behavior, but at least it will cost him some money, right? That's the only that's the only solace we can take out of this story. Cash money. Yep. Ken Nielsen, there's your Mark Neanderthal, dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you ever told. Thank you. It was sponsored by the new Roadrunner Harley Davidson at 159th Avenue and McDowell in Goodyear. You can see the story at the Mark Neanderthal Facebook page. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. We uh, we almost hit 300,000 meals. Yeah, we're just, just shy of that. In the Tex Earnhardt Memorial Food Drive. You know, you can't win them all, but that's okay. That's a, that's a big win for St. Mary's Food Bank, so thank you for all your donations. We had a, we had a hell of a time on Saturday at 7th Street, Missouri. At one point, how about the... The truck that passed in front of the, we had a whole KSLX tent set up and everything. And the truck passes in front. It's driving from right to left and it's about to exit the parking lot, which is, a, is a ways a, away. Hit a speed bump. Goes over a speed bump and yep. we hear this big clang and everybody looks down. It was a little ways away. Looked like it dropped a drive shaft, but it wasn't the drive shaft. It was, I don't know, it, you know, I don't think it was the muffler right there, but no, it, it was a catalytic converter. I don't know what it was. But it, it was, was some, some sort of a rail underneath the trunk <laughs> that, that it, it wasn't connected to the drivetrain or anything like that. It's some sort of a support member or something yeah, like I, that that was supporting I, the truck bed or whatever it was, but it was dragging. Yeah. So it's dragging, making all kinds of noise. So the, the guy stops and, uh, I said to the, one of the promo staff, Victoria, right next to me i go god that's embarrassing everybody's watching she goes he's just looking at like oh this again i'll just snap it back into place and then move along and the guy leaned down grabbed it snapped it back into place and then hopped in his truck and moved along what i learned from that conversation was that victoria drives a hoopty <laughs> maybe so because you 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 have to drive a, a, an absolute pos to understand and empathize with that situation because i've had those in the past my first car was a 76 maverick and i kept the back bumper on with a coat hanger yeah, yeah, no, we've all had cars yeah, like that. Yeah, you have cars like that. So that, that, was, that, was, that was very funny, though. A uh, little later on in the afternoon, I don't know around what time it was, maybe 
This was three, this was three, three o'clock. o'clock, something like that. Three o'clock, yeah. A woman uh, made her way across the parking lot. This is the beauty of standing outside of a supermarket for 12 hours. Uh, you see all kinds of people. I mean, we had people coming by in luxury cars and sports cars and trucks and all that stuff. And then this woman comes shuffling across the parking lot and thought it was very important that we make an announcement that there is glitter and metal flakes in the both the water and the rivers and the tar that she was standing on at the time that the children are consuming. And we absolutely must make an announcement about that on the radio. So Did better, she say better late than never. Glitter and metal flakes? Yeah. Was that what you heard? Because yeah, I, I heard silver. Not that it matters because none of it's true. <laughs> yes. But yes. Uh, that was, yeah, that was crazy. I mean, she, uh, listen, I, not to not to make fun of somebody else's misfortune, but we see that whenever we're out doing these things, there's always one person who staggers across and they're carrying a bag of belongings or whatever it might be, and they're just in really rough shape. Yeah. And, and, and they're spouting all kinds of stuff. She was she decided to do some of her monthly bills, apparently. She was standing in front of the supermarket and whipped out her hand oh, like it was an abacus yeah. and stuff and started dialing imaginary numbers. And I think she I think she actually had her hand above it and was carrying the two or the three, like yes. showing, trying to show her yeah. work, do all that stuff, and then closed her hands and continued walking over toward the Ace Hardware where she had some other earth shattering news yeah. to announce. She was like the town crier. And she had a a shirt on. Yep. When we saw what it said, it was, and it was one of those old ones where it's like the letters are kind of pressed on. Yeah, like the old, like you would get at the fair. You remember yeah. the old, like it was like an iron. They would just take that, like the old, yes. the old fuzzy letters. Remember the old fuzzy? Yes. And I, and I thought it, did it say er or ing? Because I thought it said uh, er. It said er. Yeah. yeah. It, the the shirt said day, day drinker. Day drinker on it. Yep. And we, you know, we both looked at each other and we we're like, well, that is probably true. And of course, I started writing this song for no good damn reason. <laughs> she is a day drinker. drinker. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was random thinker. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, interesting. To say the least. So that was, you know, there was some of the that was some of the lighter stuff that happened. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the gummies came by, and uh, lots of people came by and made donations. Uh, anything from a dollar to a hundred dollars in silver dollars to thousands of dollars. Um, we had uh, a woman named Mary come by. She donated fifteen thousand meals and knew yeah. knew what the math was. And thank you to everybody that donated odd. Uh, um, denominations to make it difficult for Jerry Brown from St. Mary's Food Bank to figure out how many meals that was going to work out to. His math got really good. Yeah, it was good. So it was a fun day, and thank you to everybody that helped us out. Yeah. (laughs) Again, thank you to everybody who came out on Saturday and made donations. You just see this incredible array of people. One guy and his son came up. They donated $150 to the Tex Earnhardt Memorial food drive for St. Mary's Food Bank. I was talking to him for a little bit, and the guy, the dad was like, you know, listen, I was there at one time, utilized food banks. I was a drug addict, alcoholic. You know, he still is, but he's been sober for like 35 years. Sure. He goes, I did the whole thing, you know, homeless, sold my plasma, you know, all that stuff. He goes, now, you know, he goes, I'm on my two feet. I've been for years. Now I'm trying to show my son what it means to give back to the community because he goes, I was helped by those organizations way back when, when I really needed them. So I'm showing him the importance of it. So that was very cool. I mean, when you see a lady, one woman came up, donated a hundred bucks. I think her name was Tracy. She goes into the store she plays a scratcher's ticket and wins 50 bucks and comes out and donates that. That's yeah, great. that was kind of just uh, you know the, all that kind of stuff was amazing on Saturday. Yeah, I, and again, I, I loved, and again, I, and, and certainly not. It's, this isn't going to come out the way um, I intended to come out, but I love the anonymous philanthropy, like the people that just came yeah. by and yeah. gave and gave a lot of money 
and said, don't say anything to anybody about this. I'm just doing this because I want to do it. And then they leave. Yeah. Which I think is amazing that they would do that because you, know, you say to yourself, well, what's in it for me? That always seems to be, well, what's in it for this person? What's in it for that person? They're looking for some sort of an attaboy. The people that are like that are writing $1,000 checks and saying, no, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just want to do this. Just put it in the thing. I don't know why they're doing it. I'm glad they're doing it, and I appreciate that they're doing it. I just think that that is very unselfish and and awkward to witness in 2020. With with the with the influx of people that want to go viral and everything has to be a selfie and it's all going to be social right. media right. and stuff for people to come in and silently donate to make other people's lives yep. better is something that just here just re- restores your faith in humanity. Yeah, I you know I want to say hi to a guy named Phil who came up early. Phil, donate- Phil, yeah, he came up early, hundred and fifty bucks, and he said, you know, my wife always used to donate to to St. Mary's and work there. Okay, you know, she would do volunteer work there, and I just said. She's your wife's gone, isn't she? And he goes, yeah. He goes, she died in December. And, he, wow. you know, he started getting emotional. I just, you know, put my hand on his shoulder. I said, it'll get a little bit easier as time goes by. You know, obviously, you'll never forget, but it'll it'll get easier on you. And this is a nice tribute to her. So, and, you know, we talked for a little bit and he thanked me. I thanked him. And it was just it was just a nice moment. When it's know? all said and done, um, you know, we talk about those baby steps to try and make the world a better place. Um, Saturday was just a great example that there's a lot of good left in humanity in America, yeah. um, you know, we've, we've been inundated this past year with just so much negativity. While everything else was going on. Yeah, while yeah. everything, and, and let's face it, Saturday was a weird day that could have affected our ability to fundraise for St. Mary's Food Bank. People were otherwise occupied. There was some tangential news mm-hmm. that was breaking all day on Saturday. Um, but thank you to everybody that came out because you are a reminder that this is still a great country and people are still inherently good. Reminder from Mark and Yander Paul, dress appropriately today. Only up around 63 for a high. Chili! Well, you got a little chilly on Saturday. It was funny, on Friday, before our food drive, our promotions director, Liz, said to me, it's going to be a little chillier tomorrow, so dress appropriately. And I was like, well, thank you, Mom. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then you showed up underdressed. And I, for, and I, the, the last I said, hour I said was, I'll, I'll, I'll remember my sweatshirt, and sure enough, what happened? I forgot my sweatshirt. Last hour of it, it was very windy and very chilly, and I could see you. You had your arms crossed. I love you. Like, okay. It was getting right, chilly out there. Yeah, I've had enough of this. It's time so, to go. <laughs> it was fun on Saturday because we talked to a lot of people. We didn't know the results of the presidential election, or at least whether there was a definitive winner yet until about 10 o'clock in the morning, I think. Somewhere around there, yeah. So before that, we were asking people, okay, if this thing winds up in a tie in the Electoral College, because it could, there's 538 votes total. That's 269 for each guy. It could happen that way. Right. And if there's a tie, some things have to take place in order to pick a president. There is a line of succession. There's also a procedure for every look, the framers were pretty smart. They kind of figured out these are all the potential ramifications of an election. Let's solve the problem. Yeah, as we've seen over the last four years, they didn't necessarily think of everything. Almost but everything. <laughs> they did think of what to do in case of a tie in the Electoral College. If there's a tie in the Electoral College, do you know how they break the tie? No, it's uh, uh right. They'd have to hold a special contest or runoff. I'm not sure. Uh, I I think they recount them, wouldn't they? How do they break that tie? 
Well, I, I heard that it had something to do with, uh, was it Nevada or something? Do you have any idea how they break that tie? No, I, I oh, yes, I do. They uh, take a vote, I believe, in uh, Congress, and if the vote's tied in Congress, then the vice president gets the vote. Do you know how they break the tie? No. <laughs> I do not. No guess. <laughs> do you know how they break the tie? I don't. Real, it's a recount, right? How do they break that tie? <laughs> the United States Congress does it. Each state's awarded a vote, and right now the Republicans have 28, so that means the Democrats would lose. Okay. To be more specific, that last guy was pretty damn accurate, but it's not bad. The House of Representatives, not Congress, which is both the House and the Senate. Right. And that guy talking about the vice president breaking a tie, that's on Senate votes for bills and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, so. Now, they they all left out the actual answer. The real answer is a loser leaves town match, (laughs) which which seems to make sense because the loser does have to leave town. Inside of a steel cage. Yeah, yeah, inside of a steel cage with a with a, a weighted glove on the top of a pole. <laughs> so we lost another celebrity, part of our lives over the weekend. Alex Trebek, you know, only Jeopardy, only like three or four days after Sean Connery passed, which is so ironic because they have this weird, uh, uh, unintentional connection because of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, which is pretty cool. But I mean, let's face it, Alex Trebek. I double dog dare you to name somebody that has a bad word to say about him. Right. I, I don't know of anybody. I he mean, was th- universally loved. And that's, you know, there are not many people on the planet that are universally loved. Do you have that clip of the guy who this is from uh, after the show? They stick around for a while and they talk and, and, and they got a hold of this. This guy, I, I think he's an immigrant. He says he learned English watching Jeopardy. Any family members uh, back home uh, cheering you on? You know, here's a true story, man. Uh, I grew up, I learned English because of you. And so my grandfather, who, who raised me, I'm going to get tears right now. He, we used, I used to sit on his lap and watch you every day. So this is a pretty special moment for me, man. Thank you very much. That's how that guy learned yeah. English. Yeah. And he was actually, by watching Jeopardy, by and, watching Alex Trebek. And he won that night. Yeah, so it's like this. He won 20 grand that night. The circle is complete. Good for you. Something, something dark side. Yeah, we have, we got, uh, we posted something earlier. We're getting comments from people who had their, their little babies would get excited when they would hear this music. Yeah, this they, is... They might be asleep, but they'd hear this music and then they'd start kicking and flailing. This does have a bit of a lullaby feel to it. Yes, one guy says his son fell asleep to it every night. It has a lullaby yeah. feel to it. I mean, and again, you hear this immediately and you think Jeopardy. And funny thing about it is Jeopardy was around long before Alex Trebek took it, it over, yeah. but he made it his own, kind of like Pat Sajak with Wheel of Fortune and Bob Barker with, with Price is Right. Yeah. There's a certain thing, there's a certain connection, a personality that that Alex Trebek, and it's funny because I, I wouldn't say he had much personality. He was a game show host, but well, he was so likable. See, here's the thing. I, we went through all you know a bunch of articles we could find online, and they all have these usually two-word descriptions of Alex Trebek. So we'll just start with some of the descriptions that we gave or that were given. Calm and witty. Yep. Yes, he was. Another article said impeccably suited and groomed. Yes. No, he was. that. You, <laughs> and, you know, we were just looking at some of the older pictures of him. Not in older pictures, but pictures of him in his older years. Still holding up fine. 
Yeah. Yeah, good good looking he, dude. He actually had a, had his own hair still until cancer. He's been wearing a toupee in some of the right. recent episodes. Sure. Only because of cancer treatments. Yeah, no, he, he aged very well. He had a beautiful wife and daughter and family. And they were, you know, if you saw that picture, if you saw a picture of the Trebek family in a frame at like Walmart selling out, you know, selling the frames, mm-hmm. they were a perfect family that could fit yeah. right in there. Yeah. And you've got just impeccably good looking. Absolutely. Yeah. Quick-witted and genial. Another genial description. Is a, yeah, genial is yep. a very good word for him. Lovely and deeply decent was something that some yep. celebrity described him as. Yep, decent is a, is a great, and that's a Canadian word, too. Very yep. decent. Loved and revered. Revered and beloved. Well, that's the same thing. <laughs> Both of those were from different what is, articles. What is redundant? Ado- <laughs> Alex, for 20. Adored by generations. Yep. And I love this one. Soothing and understated. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was the Alex Trebek. You saw like whenever he was doing the show, he was so calm. He didn't show a whole lot of emotion. He smiled a lot, but he didn't show a whole lot of emotion. And Alex Trebek could tell you the world is ending and you'd be like, well, that's okay. That seems all right. (laughs) He was one of the the job of a host like that is not to get himself over as the star. It's to get the game and the contestants over as the stars of the day. And yet... It, it, this is a great example of a badass doesn't have to tell people he's a badass. You just know. He just he, his job was to maintain control and move it along. He did that very well. Yeah, yeah. Trebek, that sucks. I mean, we've tell lost your mother, Trebek. <laughs> we've lost Alex Trebek, Sean Connery, Eddie Van Halen. This has been a very, very bad year. Oh, it can't be over soon enough. No, exactly. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work. Sure they're illegal with the free KSLX app. One hundred point seven KSLX. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.